Jody Vance in for Jill Bennett. We're going back to Surrey. Yes, we are. This story uh, really kicked off on Monday. Monday was when Surrey City Council reconvened after six weeks hiatus. And certainly on the agenda was the transition from Surrey RCMP to the municipal police, the Surrey Police Services. And we had uh, Councillor Linda Annis on this program, and Linda Annis, the councillor, was was calling pre pre council meeting was calling for the mayor to move things forward. This has to happen as mandated by the province. Well, following the Jill Bennett show from noon till three, uh, the Jazz Joe Hall show came on, and Brenda Locke, the mayor of Surrey, was on with Jazz. And here's what Mayor Locke said about why things are stalled. We're not very far. (laughs) Sadly, we haven't uh, seen a lot of progress forward, and uh, that's been that's been disappointing. You know, there's been enormous challenges for us at the city, and uh, I think the biggest one is that we don't have a clear path forward from the province. The RCMP, the SPS, and I can tell you, the city of Surrey have been asking for that plan, but we all have no plan, no path forward. So no path forward, and then talked about the cost of transition, the cost on taxpayers. Listen to this. You know, I I can't really answer that. Um, What I can tell you, though, is that this is a generational decision. And so we know that um, it's going to be more than 30. We expect it's going to be closer to 40 or $50 million more, the Delta, every single year. And when you start to compound that, and that's on the operational side, that gets very scary. But that doesn't take into uh, consideration any of uh, the capital costs that you're talking about because those are also extraordinary. IT, you're right, is is very expensive, but there's lots of other um, issues. And we haven't seen those budgets come from the uh, Surrey Police Service to know exactly what they're looking for at this point. A lot of uh, lobbed accusations within some of those words there saying no plan haven't seen don't know some some have said uh, we had Jack Hundile former city councillor in Surrey on the program yesterday and he said uh, that he had heard that there had been some six letters written from Mayor Brenda Locke to the Solicitor General the the Minister of Public Safety Mike Farnworth asking for the plan it seems from a layperson's point of view that it, it seems unreal that there is no plan certainly people are working from a plan there are there's a actually a police board in Surrey that I'm sure you're aware of today earlier today we received a release from the Surrey police board saying that the Surrey police board wishes to express significant concerns over public comments made by Surrey mayor and chair of the police board Brenda Locke on Tuesday, yesterday, on September the 12th. Uh, So now we want to welcome the Executive Director of the Surrey Police Board, Melissa Granham, is our guest. Thank you for doing this, Melissa. You're welcome, Jody. Let's talk through these concerns. Uh, Reading through this release, it is very firm in its tone. Yes, it is. And, And it was important for the board that we put this out because they have worked exceptionally hard over the past three years in achieving the stated mandates of provincial government. Uh, We're also very proud of the work of our chief, and we believe he's continued to navigate this transition exceptionally well. And and the work he's accomplished to date uh, can't be underestimated. You know, he's got uh, over 400 sworn and civilian staff. We've deployed over 200 police officers into the city of Surrey to serve residents. 
Uh, he's navigated the complex jurisdictional and systemic issues facing this historic transition. So the work to date uh, has has been um, well done. And, and I believe that, you know, the minister, when he made his final statement on the decisions to continue on with Surrey Police Service was that SPS is the safe path forward. And I believe that Chief Lipinski's work is reflected in that comment. So when you hear Surrey's mayor say there is no plan and we have no way forward, if do, does it, I mean, it has to be stressful. Delays are stressful and costly. They are. They are stressful and costly. And, and I do actually want to talk a little bit about the narrative that there is no plan. So there are multiple avenues of planning that have gone on in this project. So to just give you some examples, we have the human resources plan that since the election, uh, we did pause a lot of what we were doing and that plan did expire and it needs to be renewed. And that's what dictates uh, the number of three police service officers being deployed into the RCMP and the number of demobilization uh, numbers for the RCMP as well. We also have a team at SPS who's working on uh, achieving the requirements of the provincial government to get to police of jurisdiction. So there are a number of BC provincial policing standards that SPS has to meet, and we have a team who are working on that on a daily basis and in conjunction and collaboration with the province. We also have, uh, before the election, we had uh, working groups who were reporting up to the Trilateral Committee on asset transfer, IT development, file and exhibit transfer. And where it gets com- complicated here is that these are multi-jurisdictional. So, for example, asset transfer is between Canada and Surrey. Uh, the IT development is between the City of Surrey and the Surrey Police Service. File and exhibit transfer is between Surrey Police Service and the RCMP. So all of these things require collaboration, and they all have their own unique jurisdictional issues. So, um, you know, having all these working groups cease to function until, you know, there was a firm decision by the minister, we now have to get back to that work. And, and the board in particular, and I can only speak for the board, is, is incredibly eager to get back to that work because, and I think everybody can agree uh, that we need to get this completed because it, it is very expensive to sit in limbo like this. It is, as you say, a multi-party plan that, that requires collaboration. From the perspective of the Surrey Police Board, how collaborate, how collaborative had the RCMP been with SPS? Well, we, we understand from the chief that the RCMP, you know, they have their legislation that they follow. Uh, they are in charge of policing in Surrey, and they um, take that responsibility very seriously. And so until we can get to a point where all of these different um, multi-area, uh, multi-plans uh, can start coming yeah. together and converge, uh, you know, it's it's difficult for all parties. And, and I can understand the RCMP wanting to ensure that uh, public safety is not put at risk. And the SPS is very confident that they can start taking over policing in the city at some point without uh, public safety being at risk. So that that being sort of the core fundamental piece, uh, everybody wants to ensure that we can move forward that way. So it, it has been challenging. And, and like I said, it's multi-jurisdictional and we all have our own um, legislation that we have to deal with. We have uh, provincial legislation and we have federal legislation around the RCMP. So uh, it, but what that leads to is the fact that we need to get back to the table and, and start in earnest uh, working on these plans. Uh, fair, fair enough that there are a lot of moving parts here and a lot of uh, uh, rules to follow within this transition that, that could come in conflict with one another, but certainly public safety being at the fore and the cost to taxpayer. Before I take a quick break here, Melissa, thank you again for staying for a second segment because I have a million questions for you. I did get a text oh, from a listener. Thank you. Um, 
A listener said, Jody, in advance of your discussion regarding the SPS, RCMP, and the supposed extra $266,000 a day cost being incurred, I'd like to know what that number is comprised of. For example, the SPS is short hundreds of officers, the RCMP short also, but the total of, of both required number of officers. Does this dollar value include RCMP officers' charges as well, the cost for duplicate administration? What What is that extra $8 million a month? Um, would that go away if we started moving this process forward in a more expedited fashion, I guess is his question. Right. So I, I can speak uh, to the board's budget and to the spending of the police board. Um, so the caveat here when I try to answer this question for you and your listener is that uh, my knowledge is that of the police board. So he's, he's, he or she is correct that in the uh, in the overall $8 million per month, that, that estimate of what's being spent is correct that there's two administrations, there's two police overheads. You know, we have two executive teams and, you know, we have 300, over 330 police officers at this point. So we do require administrative functions around training, professional standards, human resources, all of those things that go into a regular police service, uh, as does the RCMP. So uh, having this in limbo um, makes it that expensive. And the sooner that we can get to... Um, SPS taking over police of jurisdiction and, and demobilizing that administrative side of the RCMP, we will have these costs. And that's, that's why I am pretty confident I can say that we all agree that we need to move this forward as uh, safely and expeditiously as possible. I'm Jody Vanson for Jill Bennett, continuing our chat with Melissa Granham, the executive director of the Surrey Police Board. And Melissa, prior to the break, we were talking about the delays here, the transition, the costs associated with it, and how uh, the mayor of Surrey um, is is framing where we are today and what needs to happen moving forward. The Surrey Police Board put out a release today Uh, sharing concerns over public comments made by Surrey Mayor and Chair of the Police Board, Brenda Locke. Was was there one comment in particular that the mayor uh, said that that sparked this, or has this been a buildup of of just how we've seen this process unfold in recent uh, weeks? Well, I think it was the was the comment around um, faith and and um, confidence in both the board and Chief Lipinski, and and I think for the sake of uh, the residents of Surrey, it's important to understand that the board has and ha- remains to have uh, a great deal of confidence in the work of the chief. Uh, he has done exceptional work under what can be very challenging circumstances within this project. So uh, it, it really was just our need, uh, our belief that we needed to stand up and, and defend the work that he's doing. So moving forward, what would the board like the, the next first best step to be? So from the perspective of the board, and as we talked about the multi-jurisdictional issues that are involved in this project, so our role is to ensure the chief has the tools and resources he requires to do his job. So our next big focus uh, is the 2024 budget. And what's important in order for us to develop that budget is to understand the hiring cadence, the speed at which both the province and the city are comfortable with us progressing this transition. You know, if, if we could if we could do this job in a vacuum, we could easily have it accomplished in a year, 18 months. But we recognize that there's Again, a lot of jurisdictions, there's a lot of pieces of legislation, there's uh, multiple agreements and uh, legal frameworks in place to get us there. So the reality is, is that we have to focus on, like I said, giving Chief Lipinski what he needs to do his job. And, and that starts with a budget for 2024. 
Right. And so SPS vehicles, those logos, logoed vehicles that we've seen and, and the, the new recruits and, and what have you, are, are, are they being deployed now? Are those because there was some discussion that the, the RCMP were saying that it would be too confusing for the, the city, the citizens of Surrey to see SPS vehicles as well as RCMP vehicles, not really understanding who would be in charge. Right. So, so again, that's part of the planning that needed to come back to the table to ensure that we can get our resources out there. We do have vehicles. They are assets of the city of Surrey and they should be used. Um, you know, in any jurisdiction, uh, you'll see different police agencies uh, in those jurisdictions because they're doing police work. You'll see the transit police. You'll see a Delta police vehicle in Surrey. Uh, you'll see sure. an RCMP vehicle in Abbotsford. So I don't think the public would be confused by that. But again, it needs, it goes back to that particular working group uh, when it comes to assets and uh, what assets the RCMP will allow into their detachments based on, you know, Treasury Board at the federal level, the RCMP Act. So there's so many different aspects to it that we have to hammer out in order to get those vehicles on the road. And again, you know, we've got these assets sitting in the city, and I think for everybody's benefit, we should be using them. Yeah, collaboratively, as you mentioned Mm -hmm. in, in your letter, is that needing everybody to come to the table SPS, Board, City of Surrey, RCMP, all senior levels of provincial and federal governments in order to renegotiate these new plans. Is there a timeline on that? I don't have one. I'm not from no. aware of one. I think it requires, uh, again, those levels of government to get together and decide how quickly they want this to happen um, and then give us our marching orders. Essentially, the board and, and uh, the chief constable, you know, we're at the at the behest of government. So the, the board mm-hmm. takes its marching orders, its mandate from provincial government and and the provincial government, the minister will tell us what to do and we'll follow those those directions. So uh, once we have a sense of what we're going to do, again, our focus would be giving the, the chief his tools and resources that he requires to do the job. And that really is summarized here in this final paragraph. The focus of the board is on moving this project forward in a manner that is productive and respectful. From this perspective, the board finds Mayor Locke's comments extremely disappointing. The board will continue to fully support Chief Lipinski's team in their efforts to achieve police of jurisdiction status as per the provincial government. So then I guess it's on the provincial government to communicate with the federal government about what needs to shift so that the RCMP mandate can then dovetail, I guess, for lack of a better word, with with the SPS mandate. Yes, and and I think it's important to note that we all have a role to play. Uh, That relationship between the provincial government and the federal government is integral because of the contract services from a federal police agency, the RCMP, to a a municipality and the uh, provincial government essentially being in the middle of that. So it's it's complicated um, is probably the only way to describe it. But again, to get through the complicated matters, we have to get to the table. and We have to start hashing them out.